Hey, what's up, everyone? How's it going? How are you today? Como esta? Good morning, evening, afternoon, night. Oh. Whatever, whatever time of day it is for you. Wow. Yeah, for us, it's a Sunday. It's a Sunday. And we just got back from brunch. It's five o'clock. What the fuck you mean? We just I took a whole ass nap on your couch. It's four forty four. Miss Ma'am. Uh, Miss Mr. Sir. Mr. Miss Sir. It's four forty four. So wherever in the world you are, good Hi. morning. Hello. How are you? Gentlemen, good evening. Ladies. Good morning. Good morning. Fucking JT head ass over here. Heck yeah. Hell yeah, it is. So where How are, are we? you, Esteban? Well, what are where are we first? Eve? Where? Yeah, where are we? Your apartment. But like, what? What, what are we recording? Oh! <laughs> See, I let you intro one time and you fuck it up already. I thought you were gonna intro. Welcome. Welcome. Hello. Hi. We are <laughs> at the pod. Yeah, Stephen and Z. At the pod loft. Yeah. This is Esteban. The, the pod loft. Yeah. Fuck, I love that. Have I never said that? No. I've said it to everybody else. Bitch. <laughs> 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 This is my house, and you've never called oh, it that. I it's the Pod Love. Damn. I love it. Better than the name. It used to be called Puddles Palace. Puddles Palace? <laughs> yeah, that's what my other friends Puddle called it. Puddles Palace. I like Puddles Palace. Like, and no. then you look like Paddington. Fucking bitch, I hate you. I love What's you. What's going on here? But welcome. Welcome. To Opiniones. With? Esteban. And Z. <gasps> That's me. And I'm Steven. There hi. it is. Hi. Hi. Esteban. Oh, hi. How high? <laughs> How high? Not high. Not high Sorry. Fuck. Sorry. Not like last night. <gasps> Why are you putting my business out there? Anywho, so. Nobody said you. <gasps> you just said you. you Thank you for myself. Yeah, you sure are. This is entrapment. Oh, God damn. I've been watching this for you too much. I'm sorry. Dun, dun. Dun, dun. Oh, God damn. Where's my fucking money? Where's my fucking money? And then she just throws it the... Dum dum. Anyway. But welcome, welcome back. Welcome, hello. How are you? How's it going? You look good. Yeah, you look great. You look great. Yeah. You even moisturizer? moisturizer? Dang. You using that ordinary? That hyaluronic acid? Head ass? Vitamin E? Yeah, Jack Black. Good for you. No. No, I mean, you know. I don't like Jack Black. I don't mind it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Anywho. What's, yeah. What's what's going on? But yeah. not much is going on. Um, Stephen. Before we continue. Yeah. On today's topic, which is going to be, uh, you. I think identity, it's but, fitting in. Yeah. I think it's almost. Well, no, no. no. It's not the same thing, it's but not, like. It's not because it's fitting in with yourself. We were trying to fit in with other people last time. Yeah. Z doesn't agree with the topic today, but I feel like I it's didn't important. say that I didn't agree. Okay. I feel like we've had this conversation. So what's the topic, Z? Identity and, and yeah. being able to identify yourself and how do you identify yourself yes. and why do you identify yourself as certain things? That's right. And belonging. That's right. See, I know what the fuck topic is. <laughs> I never said I didn't agree. I just said we've had this conversation. But maybe we've had this conversation off air. I think that's so. what I'm thinking. I feel like we have. Yes. So I feel like we have. So I think that's where I, I'm like, we already talked about this. Yeah. Can I tell you where this is stemming from, though? Heck yeah. So I had a talk with one of my employees this last week, and, you know, he felt really bad about something that he did at work, and he's just like, he was really down on himself, and mm -hmm. I was like, can I ask you, what do you do outside of this place? And he's like, I mean, I have this and I have this. And I told him, like, you need to find identity in that. Stop finding your identity in, in work. This, and I yeah. was like, I know, I'm not a good boss, am I? I was like, stop finding your identity in work. This ain't it. Like, this is just your job. This ain't, like, your life. And then it made me think about it. I was like, damn, have we ever talked about where we find our identity on the pod? And I was like, maybe not. No, but not in this 
regard, not yes. in this aspect. I feel like we might have an, in like a private conversation. Yeah. Right? But I don't think we've. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it. we definitely have. Yeah. And like, I feel like this would have been a good guest episode, but also like we get in trouble getting guests up in here. Like, I don't know what's going on. No one likes me. It's no, fine. It's not that. I you know? saw that last picture you took of me. Got out of the It was oh, real upsetting. I mean, yeah. We went to brunch. After. You loved it. Let but... me just say first off, like yesterday was Z's birthday. Like little no, party. No, it wasn't. Not my birthday. Her birthday's, her birthday's tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> so everybody wish her a happy birthday. You know, the one fan we have, yeah, our only fan, my only fan. Yeah, but 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 we had a little uh, party part. Yeah, a little party part, a little small, a little DJ, a little mm-hmm. Kitiana nails, little. <laughs> Shut up! Leave my on. nails alone. I told you I was going all femme and chunti, and you did. And you, sh- you did not disappoint with no, the fucking earrings and the nails. And yeah, the, you know, Anna would be proud. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. I love her. And I would be proud. So. I'll show her. I'll send her a picture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so we had a good time. And then Z woke up late and texted me. She was like, I'm still in bed. And I was like, don't you got to be out of there like in less than an hour? I rented out an Airbnb. She did. I had a few people over. In food. the most dangerous street in Los Angeles. Shut my, up. I, I almost got killed three times. Uh, we're fine. We're here. Yeah, we lived um, this time. But just some food, some drinks. Some games, nothing crazy, nothing. Yeah, chilling. It was nice. It was I had a lot of fun. Yeah, it was good. It was nice to chill and just hang out. Yeah. It felt nice. Um, I haven't done that in a long time. A game yeah. night was like. We haven't done in. game night in forever. We used to do game night religiously. Yes. It was like every week. Almost, but, yeah. yeah. Especially during the pandemic when like we just made our bubble small. And yeah. It was good though. It was fun. It was a lot of fun actually. It was nice. Yeah, but and then the next morning, he's like, we still in bed and I gotta, me and my partner still in bed. We need to like get out of here by 11. So my ass ran to Starbucks. And got over there, and I helped them clean, and we got rid of everything. We had so much food left over. So much. But it's all junk, so it's, it's like, all junk. it's so bad for my, well, because, like, my bullshit. Yeah. But, and know. I can't take it home, because, like, by the time that it gets from my car to the oh, house, to the, it's gross. Nasty. Who wants that? Yeah. It's like McDonald's not hot anymore. Like, just can't eat it it's yeah. gross and then i was ready to record but he's like let's get brunch and I, was I was like, hungry i was hung over like, i agree so we <laughs> i agree so where we, did we go we waddled our asses to poppy and rose on downtown la her her jaw just dropped when i said waddled our asses <laughs> to downtown la we went to poppy and rose which is a bomb ass restaurant which friend of the pod christian recommended it and we can i just say yeah, though you me. took me to fucking skid row <laughs> i did take you to skid row but and like, it was beautiful was it was fucking bomb yeah, i did take a left turn though on a no, right turn on sixth and, I got and it was Left. It got real scared. Like, it turned left like, real quick. I just, you know, the, f- the fucked up part is like seeing all these homeless people. It's like, it's not that they don't exist and it's not that I don't want to regard them or anything. It's just I feel bad turning those directions because I can't do anything for them. And yeah. that's like, fuck, man, it makes me feel so bad. But, you know, that's like the it's reality. It's just a sad thing to see. And like, yeah. you know, you hear about it on TV. You hear about it on the news. You see it on, you know, in, social media, you whatever. You see it in your life if you live here where I live. But, you know. But then when it's like right in front of you, yeah. it's different. When it's a community, it's yeah. like, damn, y'all. Like, this it's is real crazy. sad. Yeah. But, you know, some of them like living like that. So I'm, and it's not that there's anything wrong with it. It's just that's their lifestyle. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's just, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard for us, you know, people that aren't living that lifestyle. Uh-huh. To understand so, or to see or what. For sure. That ain't for me. But then no. again, a lot of them look really happy. And I can tell you, like, when I'm at work, I don't look so happy. Huh? Nothing. Just trailing off. Anyway. Um, so. So, anywho, yes, we just got back from brunch. Um, we are just going to hit on this topic. But before we do. Yes. Esteban. What's up? Get the pica. Get me pica. Yes. Well, you know, uh, this week I've had a little, had a little issue this week. Um, nothing out there crazy, but kind of. So. 
Uh, my mom got sick and she was in the hospital. Um, my mom's had some health stuff for the past couple of years, and this time, right, right after Thanksgiving, literally like the the night of Thanksgiving, we all left. My mom called us and she was like, I think I need to go to the hospital. Now, we Thanksgiving night, she made the food and everything. We all helped and everything. But at night, she wasn't feeling so great. And then she just let, we all left and we were like, okay, she'll sleep it off, you know. And then that, at night, all of a sudden, her legs started hurting a lot and it got swollen. So then my sister took her to the hospital and they found that she had blood clots all around her knee. So... The issue wasn't necessarily the blood clots, although it was. The thing is they were saying there's liquid filling and they gave her medicine. They did all these things and they kept her for like a hot minute, maybe like a good three days. And she had a total of four doctors in those three days, four days. And the three, the first three doctors were white men. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they tried to do everything they could because as doctors do, they try to do whatever they can. And, you know, they couldn't seem to find what was wrong with her and they didn't get it and anything. And then the fourth doctor came and she was a Latinx woman um, or a Latinx person. And she came in, they came in and they were like, oh, you know, like, let me take a look. And they were like, oh, well, has anybody muscle scanned this woman? And, you know, the nurses were like, well, no, the doctors haven't asked for it. And they were like, oh, well, that should have been done, like, first. Like, why wasn't that done? Mm-hmm. Like, what's going on? And they muscle scanned it. They found out she tore her meniscus. And the meniscus was bleeding, and it was creating the blood clots in her knee. Well, yeah, the, because yeah. all the fluid and all the liquid is coming right. from and that area, no from the body, and, trying to recover. Right, and there's no way to get it out. My mom has what a lot of varicose veins, so, oh. like, she has trouble getting blood around her legs. Yeah. So they kept draining her legs, but it was just blood, not fluid. And they're mm-hmm. like, what the hell is this? And none of the doctors thought to, like, muscle scan. The problem that I have is the three doctors prior to the Latinx person woman I want to say because mm-hmm. what I'm just I'm just gonna identify her that way was like oh well who were the doctors before and they looked and it was three white men and she literally said she was like my fucking co-workers are idiots and she got really upset mm-hmm. and we were like oh and you know it's these three white men older men they were all older men and mm-hmm. none of them thought to do this even though it should have been like the first thing they did and they didn't do it they did other scans but not the muscles they were looking bones they were mm-hmm. looking at other things and they didn't think to do a muscle scan and she was like that should have been done on day one she could have been out of here on day one she should the doctor literally told us as the family, she was like, she should have not been here for four days. This is insane. Mm-hmm. Now, it's, you have to be careful when you say things like that because it's like negligence on the hospital's part. But also she was like, this is insane. Mm-hmm. Like, you could tell the doctor was really upset. Yeah. And she she even said, and the thing is, she's a younger Latinx doctor. And maybe like these older, the, I guess where my beak eyes is that these older white doctors, these older doctors, they're still kind of stuck in their ways of yeah. where they think that shit should be done a different way. And like, Z and I were talking about this in our business sense where like you kind of have these older people who don't really know what's going on um, because they're they're still stuck in like the 80s kind of thing and it's like business doesn't work that way anymore you need to evolve with the business and they think they are by doing these processes of like being online these doctors think they're doing the right thing by doing these like old processes but I'm like sweetie we ain't doing coke off like toilets anymore no. like we're doing coke out in the open now but uh-huh. what I'm saying is like things have changed and they're still doing it this weird old way and like I- I'm not saying that like that these these older doctors and these older business people are not like useful to you it's Mm -hmm. just that there's some things that they used to do that worked back in the day but they're not changing with the crowd Mm -mm. like people who have money aren't they've changed everybody's changed like we're on the online business now we are we're the 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 needs of the people for the doctors is different now and these people Mm -hmm. are messed up and these white men are really upsetting me because like they didn't think to scan my mom's muscle even i'm not a doctor and i would have said like don't do the full scans but Mm -hmm. also they don't want to spend the money to do these things they're like well i can figure it out it's like no just do the full body scan and just get it done like what are you doing so and then one of my friends i told about it they were like this is a money scam it's a total money scam they're trying to take your money and doing all these things by keeping her in the hospital and stuff and like you know my mom is a retired person this is not we don't have a thousand billion dollars and right away my mom like was seeking financial aid in within the hospital and Mm -hmm. she got 
got it and they're going to help her. But like, it makes me wonder like how many times have I gone to the, not gone to the doctor because I'm scared of how much I have to pay knowing mm-hmm. that it's pain. I'm like, my Mexican self is like, well, it'll heal on its own. But in my, in reality, like I need to go to the doctor and, yeah. I, and we don't yeah, because we're raised to not do that because it costs too much. Yeah. But it's like, that's what it's there for. So like I can go off on all these rants, but basically that's what my pika. These like these older doctors, specifically these older white doctors that were helping my mom, are like my annoyance. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm at. It's kind of mm. dumb, kind of bitchy, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Fuck these people. My mom's doing better, but BT Dubs, everyone's wondering. She's back home. Good. She got medicine. Good. She got a doctor. We hired her a maid. Good. Like She's gonna hate that. She's gonna fucking hate it. She's gonna hate that. Yeah, because my mom is not the kind of person like like any Latina mom. She's like she don't clean as good as I do. Mm-hmm. So it turns into these like things. She's like, not doing the way that I do. The way I do it, and I remember I used to clean, and like my mom would say that shit, and it makes you—it's frustrating because then you don't want to clean. Because then you're like, well, then why the fuck am I cleaning? Like you lazy. Yeah. Okay. Well, last time I cleaned, you didn't like it. Yeah. So fuck. So fuck you. Yeah. So sorry, mom. Love you, but goddamn, (laughs) other people will do it. It's it's good enough. Yes. Anyway, Z, get the bigati. So similar, but not the same vein. (laughs) These white men. Yeah. Are fucking. Stupid. Yes. What's going on? Yes. Just the privilege that's there. Just the... And without getting like too much into detail, it's just... I don't understand as to why it's so difficult to listen to a little brown girl. Uh, well, I don't understand why it's so difficult. I feel like like I'm a, not stupid. I feel like it's a problem with like men in general, too, though. I, don't want to say I mean, yeah, men, but the thing but is, is that I encounter that more with white men. Yeah, that's true. Is that especially like in business aspect, business speaking wise, like they don't want to pay attention to me because like, you know, when you think of business people, you think businessmen, white, rich, old men. Yeah. True. And then when you have me, oh, hi. <laughs> trying to get in there yeah but i do know my stuff at the end of the day and that's what pisses me off is that they they try to belittle me or they're like talk me down or talk down to me or ask me like these really just insignificant questions that i do have answers to and what pisses me off and i've said it before here too and in private yeah. is that when you have answers people don't fucking like it they don't and then when you don't have answers they fucking hate it so what? Where? Where's the? Where, how do I win? You don't. That's I don't. Because if I know the answer, I'm a know it all. Yep. And if I don't know the answer, I don't know shit. You don't know shit. And that makes absolute no sense. The extremes of it all. Absolute no sense. And I just don't understand why I'm able to run circles around these white men, mm. and they do two things, and they're like, "Oh, I'm exhausted. Oh, this should take me all day." And I look at them, I'm like, "This should take you 20 minutes." Yeah. All day. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? How slow are you moving? Yeah. It's with a, nails. It's a thing, I know. Oh, man, those fucking nails. I can't with those fucking like, nails. Like, I don't understand. That's the shit that pisses me off. Is Can that we post your nails on the Instagram, by yeah. the way? Yeah. I'm going to take I have a picture videos of post- yeah, and I pictures. My nail lady posted yeah. them. She loved them. <laughs> Sorry to take it for the topic, but I just, those nails. Yeah. I just, I think it's because they see the nails, they see the hair, they see the eyebrows, they see, like, me. Yeah. And they just, I don't know if maybe they just think I'm stupid. I don't know. And, like, it is what it is, and, like, I'm trying to change it, but I can't change everybody. Right. And it's just difficult, especially because I get put in these situations or in these positions to where I'm in power or I know what I... Or, like, I'm in charge. I'm a leader. I'm a this. I'm a that. Yeah. But yet, I'm not trusted. Yeah. I see. Yeah. I see what I'm you're here for a reason. Yes. Calm down, Stuart. <laughs> You're gonna be fine, Kevin. Oh, wow, fucking Chad. Fucking Chad, sit the fuck down. Ain't nobody ask you. Oh my god. With your bitch ass. Hmm. 
So that's my pica. That's a good pica. That's my pica. That's a rough one. I know. It's just people are just man. people are stupid. Uh, it's like, and I'm not trying to be cynical. Like I know you guys listen. I know you guys come here for some fun and fancy free, but like I'm sure y'all got your own problems with with white men lately. It's like, ugh, Jesus Christ. Stop. Superstar. Jesus Christ wasn't white. Yeah, he was a black man. He was a black steel man. Wool hair, with steel wool hair. You know, he was a brother. Putting my fist up. Fucking but, stupid. Stupid. What, uh, Jesus? Oh, my God. Did I tell you, you that I saw Reservation Dogs? Oh, that was such a good show. That was such a fucking good show because but one of them goes, Subway Jesus. Subway Jesus. That's what I started yeah. doing. I love when the Indian, like the spirit Indian would come talk Fuck to yes. And he'd be like, and it's like, but then he would like just talk about whatever and I'm like what oh, the fuck that was such a good show oh that's such a fucking yeah. good show and it's not Indian no it's Native indigenous. American in, indigenous indigenous okay that's fine I got, I got y'all thank, thank you, you. Um, yes um, that was I know right that was a good show though it was a fucking it was good really show good. I did kind of sad Okay, like, well, I didn't know it was going to take a left... Spoiler it alert. It took a big left turn. But it took a big left turn. Yeah, and you know. know what episode I'm talking yeah, I about. Do. I do. That's one of those things. That's like when Squid Games came out. Like, I don't know if you watched Squid Games. I did. Like episode 6. I cried. Like, what the fuck? I fucking cried. Yeah, I know. That show... That, I'm surprised cried. this is the first time we're talking about this. It's been out for like months. But no, that, yeah. was, a, that was a rough one too. Man, it's these shows are getting really good. Mm-hmm. But also very like dark. Like, because that's what we're all feeling. I mean, now I think about it, and all these shows were written, written during the pandemic, and I'm yes. like, everyone's feeling some shit. Everyone's right feeling, everyone's getting their frustrations, their anger, their happiness, their sadness out. Which has been the crazy part of all this, like, Pandulta. What? Like, everyone, no fucks are given anymore. No. Like, people, people's, like, censor got, like, destroyed. Yeah. Like, it's destroyed, and people are just saying what they want to say. No. Which has been an interesting transition going out into the world again, because, like... Things that someone would never have said, and I maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just the shocked one because I was like, "Wait, what? Like that? That?" Okay. Can I say something? Yeah, yeah. I think it's just you because there was a point in time where you weren't leaving your house. Yeah. I never stopped working. Right. And so I, mean, I was always around people. Right. And not just to, to say like this too. I just said it like my immune system is like shit. I've already gotten sick twice in the past like two months. Like really sick. Yeah. And I mean, you've been going out. So you've still been dealing with like, I mean, you've been like working and stuff. Yeah. And for that year, I was like stuck inside. The only person I did was like you mm-hmm. when we would like record. And like literally I went to Dream State two weeks ago. So I was in a full on rave for two days. Mm-hmm. And I came back and I got so sick. Like yeah. mocoso and tos. Eee. Yeah, it was bad. Um, but, you know, I'm better now. I just have a little bit of mocos that I'm really yeah. going. But it was just really gnarly. And I couldn't believe how sick I got because I was like, and I never used to get sick. Mm-mm. Never, never, never. And I just, you know, I, I, I've never, it's, it's so bad. I, I got one about. gnarly sinus infection that I had to like actually call out almost like a full week from work. Damn it. And I never do that. Yeah, and neither do I. I never do that. But I straight up had a, like a full blown sinus infection from yeah. dusting. And I just like inhaled the entire like thing of dust that I swiffered yeah. into my nostrils and so that's why I got sick. God damn. It was bad. And Ooh. I felt it too. And the second that it happened I went, that's gonna hurt tomorrow. That's and it one did. One of those things too. Oh yeah. When you know exactly what happened uh-huh. to you're like, fuck, yeah. there it is. Or and when then you it get did. like a cut and you, you heal it, you're like this thing like no. this doesn't hurt the next day. It hurts like a it bitch. Hurts. And you're like, fuck, especially a paper cut. Or Speaking like, of which I fell. <laughs> so <laughs> you did. I, I saw fucking the, fell yeah. my knee burned for the rest of the night i I turned to my partner when we were going to bed i was like babe 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 feminine it's hot god damn and he was like no it's not you're fine i'm like touch it it's hot oh 
Oof. Also, shout out to my boyfriend. He put up with me all last night, and then in the morning he told me I was very bossy. Drunk Z was a different. Place I don't last remember. Night. Drunk, yeah, Drunk Z was in a different place last night. Why? I don't. I didn't even think I was talking. No, was I no, talking? You were talking, but you were just being very like. No, you were. I mean, you were being yourself, just like a little more turned up. What does that, that mean? Means, like what the does intensity that mean? was a little bit. What does higher. that mean? Um, because you're bossy. Sometimes you're bossy, and sometimes you're like. How am I you're bossy? Very sarcastic. How am I bossy? Like, um. How am I bossy? I need an example. You can't say stuff like this to me. You're literally bossing me right now. <laughs> tell me, tell me how am I bossy? How am I bossy? Tell me. You're literally bossing me right now. That just like times ten. <sighs> So it's fine. It's okay. We know you already. We love you. The the, the people, the fans know who you are. It's different. But the fans know who we are because they're literally freaking Claudia and Christian. <laughs> Hi, by the way. And George. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Hi, guys. But whatever. No, what I'm trying to say is like, it's just you. Like, that's just, it's okay. It's fine. Turn up a little bit, whatever. With your nails. I literally thought I wasn't talking the whole night. No, you were talking. Oh, you were talking. And dancing. I remember the dancing. Yes. Yes. I don't remember the talking. No, you were talking. And like, while we were we were playing a game called Bye Felicia, if anyone's ever played it. And like, she was, he was talking out her answers as she was writing them. <laughs> no, you want to know why? Because you Because my fucking were, partner yeah. was like, and then you got to write this. I was like, I have to write a what? Yeah. A what? I, I can't hear. I know. I can't hear. He's out whispering. How? How? I know. How? Who I are you going to whisper to? Yeah. This ain't the whisper song. We ain't the yin yang twins. Are you one of those people that like when you're backing into like a spot, you lower the radio? <laughs> you are, huh? Oh, Jesus. She just put her arms down. <laughs> yeah, no. You're one of those people who like lowers the radio to park and it's like, wait, what? That doesn't make any sense. I guess concentration. That's to concentrate. Oh, okay. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> You. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, calling you out. Well, let's talk about what we find in our identity. How about we get into that since we ranted and raved now for 20 minutes? Yeah. So um, I guess where we can start this is like, when did you find... Let me... let me, And I always start with a question as we usually do. If you don't always. get the format yet, then I don't know what you've been listening <laughs> it's to. It's like an MLA, APA. Yeah, yeah right? ASS. So, where I guess where I wanted to ask is like, where did you first find your identity as a Latinx person? Like... Uh, <laughs> I mean, besides birth, but like, when did you realize that you were like Latinx and everyone else was not around you? Like in that sense, does that make sense? Fourth grade. Okay. Why? Wow. That's very specific. Fourth grade. What, what instance was this? Cause you must know if you know yeah, I fourth do. grade specifically. I do because that's when I met one of my closest friends that I still talk to, even though we haven't lived in the same state yeah. since like middle school, mm-hmm. Valentina. Valentina. Because she was like fresh. <laughs> Fresh from Colombia. Oh, Colombia. And I was one of the only hola, other... Hola. Yes, I was one of the only other people like in the school that spoke Spanish. Yeah, because you grew up in a white I area. grew up in a white area. That's right. And see, the thing is, growing up is that I was always told like, oh, you be Scary Spice. And I was like, yeah, okay, cool. She's really pretty. <laughs> yeah, you've said that before. Yeah, I've said that before. <laughs> yeah. But see, when I was younger, before I met her, it never dawned on me why. Wow. It never... It was never a thing to me. Yeah. And then when it really hit me that I was not white was like fourth grade. So like that just goes to show you how like that shit is learned because 
from kindergarten to fourth grade, you were around all white people, and yeah. you just didn't think of the color of these people. Well, I mean, but you're also like a yeah, you said it like you're, it's learned because you're also like a kid. Like I'm yeah. not paying attention to this shit. Right. If my mom says like, oh, you're gonna go play with like Carlita and then with Megan, I'd be like, bet, cool, let's roll. Yeah. Like we're not, you know, and like kids are kids. They're gonna be able to play. It doesn't matter language barrier or not. Right. Like if you got a ball and like a paddle, like fuck, let's do it. Like you know. Yeah. And so growing up, like. I would have play dates. I would go to other people's houses. They would come over to the apartment I grew up in. But, like, it was never, like, too much of a culture shock, I guess. Mm, If that makes sense. For sure. And so I didn't have an issue with that. Okay. And it wasn't until later, once I was in an area where there were more Mexicans or people of color. Mm Mm-hmm. And less white people that it became an issue for me. Got it. Because then it was like, okay, I'm too brown for the white people now because I started to eat different foods and I started to really embrace it. And I got back together with my roots and I stopped straightening my hair in high school. And like, there are certain things that I stopped doing and then things that I continue to do. And then it was like, okay, well, now I'm too brown for the white people, but I'm too white for the brown people. But then I don't look either. I look Asian, but then I'm not Asian. Right. So that's always been my personal internal struggle of like, I can fit in with anybody. Not to mention that your name is literally unpronounceable by kind of both, to be honest. Yes. So My own brothers don't call me Citlali. Right. My own brothers call me Tita. Mm -hmm. Like, my boyfriend calls me Z. Yeah. Yeah. Like, do you see what I'm saying is that, like, I don't, I personally, and this is, again, has always been my struggle that even at work. Yeah. Like, yes, there's a bunch of POCs around me. Yeah. But then there's also so many white people around me, too. And so I can fit in. I can have these conversations with everybody and anybody. But I don't feel like I have my own secure backup. Does Got that make it. sense? People to, to stand yes, behind you. to stand behind me. Right, right, Does right, that right. make sense? It does make sense. It's everything you're saying is making sense. I totally understand where you're like, going. Like, I don't have that. Yeah. Versus my partner yeah. does. He has yes. this sense of community. It's community. He has this, this sense of, like, I belong here. Yeah. And I well, don't. With even the Mexican and Latinx community, yeah. you're right. You don't have that no. because they're... That's another thing, too. Like, I mean, this is a whole different... Big, I've talked about the Latinx thing before. But, like, there's so many different types of Latinx people yeah. that, like... You are like of an indigenous background, so like, and me being Mexican, but I'm white passing, like, it's almost like we can't stand together either because, mm-hmm. like, I get backed up by the Mexicans, but because you're like indigenous, you don't really have the back the backing Mm-mm. because there's not a lot of your Aztecian princess no. type people. So I get it. You know what I mean? I know where you're coming from. Yeah. Um, and it's just, yeah, yeah, I know where you're coming from. And That's it's just, I think what it also has to do with is the fact that like. Growing up, it was just my immediate family, yeah, and that's it. Like yeah. we're so separated from like my cousins on my mom's side, my cousins on my dad's side, and so it was just like this small five people, yeah. and that was it, right? And that was it. And so there was no like, oh, your tia from like down the streets coming over. You're go play with your cousins or no, no. I mm. spent my summers in Texas, and that's when I would hang out with my cousins and stuff like that. When we go to Mexico, but I didn't have that sense of like community with yes. yeah which i was going to ask you too because when you said that fourth grade i was like i was wondering like when at what point 
Did those other people realize that you were Mexican because then they stopped kind of talking to you, hanging out with you? Did that ever Middle happen? School. I was going to say like seventh grade, huh? Middle because school. that's when they become aware that they're white people. Yes. I have to say like... Middle I'm, school is tough because that's when like your rich, privileged friends yeah, know that, that they're, they're rich and, and privileged. That, that summer that she got boobs. Yes. All of a sudden. The summer that she got the Tiffany Hart necklace. Yeah. And you didn't. Yep. That's when she realized. And that's what I thought. Yes. Because yeah. that's also when like clicks start happening more mm-hmm. and like... Kids are vicious and like che- teenagers are vicious, but they like are. when you're in fourth and fifth grade, like you're still children. You're still kids. Like you're still kids. You're still yeah. playing on the playground. But yeah. then the second you hit like sixth, seventh, and eighth grade, shit hits the fan. Yeah. Shit fucking hits the fan. Yeah, it's true. It's very true. And um, well, it's it's interesting that you said that because like when I figured it out was sixth mm-hmm. grade, and I didn't figure it out within myself and my own community. Mm-hmm. I figured it out with somebody else because it hit me like this. So in sixth grade. It's always been Latinx people. Like, where I grew up in a very Latino neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Very Latino. And when I went to grade school, there was a lot of us. There was one white guy, but, like, he was just a white person. And we didn't think anything of him because mm-hmm. he was, like, just there. El Guarito. And, yeah. He yeah. was the one white guy in the entire, like, school. The rest of us were Mexican. Nothing else. Mm-hmm. But in sixth grade, who my good friend, who I haven't talked to in a long time, but mm-hmm. his name was Chris Cabana. He's Filipino. Mm-hmm. And he showed up. And it's the first time I ever met a Filipino person. Mm-hmm. Sixth grade. That's, like, a, that's a long time. Yeah. He showed up from, He transferred from another school to our school. And I was like, oh, okay. And I found that I didn't need him because I was like, oh, this is an Asian person in our school. And it was interesting to me because I had never met another Asian person like within our grade. Mm-hmm. There was another guy um, who was in one grade older than me, but I didn't think of him because we didn't hang out. But I don't hang out with him now, but he's actually a friend of your guys's, which is Ch- Charlie. Um, oh, I grew Charlie. up with Charlie. So, um, but I never talked to him. He was in my, mm-hmm. he was in the grade before me. So I was like, I didn't think of him. But this guy, he came to our great and i was like oh and then i realized at that moment i was like wait i'm mexican this guy's filipino wait there's a lot of mexicans here yeah so i didn't discover it in the way of like negativity but i discovered in the way of like oh we outnumber this fool and like not we were gonna jump him or anything it's just it just i realized like wait i'm a part of this big group here and statistics and he's not like i was like he's by himself so then like me being the sweet boy that i am i became really good friends with him and wanted to be friends with him and i found out a lot about him and Mm -hmm. i was like damn and I would make Mexican references thinking that he would get it. And he's like so confused. And I was like, no, you really are not different. And that's, I think, when I became like emotionally like more mature and like more aware of who I was and where I was. You're and, aware of your surroundings. Yes, but yeah. only because a different person came in and not, and because, and not because I was a different person. So we're the opposite. Yeah. You were the different person. I was the everyone else. And mm-hmm. that's when I became aware. And sixth grade was right before I went to middle school. And when I got to middle school, that's when it was like... Then it became like black people, Asian people. And yeah. I and I was like, shit, there's a lot of people here because that's when all the schools integrate together mm-hmm. to get ready for like high school. And I, so, I'm, so what you said, like that age is like about right for, I think, everyone. It's weird. It's it's very much coming of age, if you want to call it. But it's it. like they don't prep you for that. No. Like they don't talk about that because they try to make, you know, a race not or ethnicity not a thing. Not a but thing, it's but like, it is a thing. But it is a thing. But it is a thing. educated in the right way, but yes. they don't. They're just like, people are different. And it's like... And that's okay. And we're know. a melting pot. Yes. But then I never seen it. And then when I finally see it, I'm like, oh, shit. There's like a lot of people here. And, you know, it's it's a lot. And then mm-hmm. at that time, if you really think about it, like seventh grade, that's such a hard time because then you also start doing gym, which means you need to start changing in front of people, which you've never done, not even eased into Body it. You start playing hair. sports. 
body hair, the awkwardness puberty, of puberty. Your voice changes. Then there's all these people around you who you don't know. And you're supposed to get naked in front of them to change. And it's like, wait, what? So how does it change from fucking sixth grade, 12 years old mm-hmm. to seventh grade, 12 years old? In like a summer, you're supposed to like prep you for that stuff. And yeah. being my family, like they don't talk about those no. things. So I just walked into what the fuck is this? You're not so, ready for any of that. Yeah, and that's was, why like. It's not cool. I know. And you have to yeah, have these conversations like with children and like kids and teenagers and just getting them to understand and that's why like a lot of racism not a lot all of it yeah it's learned it's taught it's taught it's it's shown to children and that's how it gets passed on it's not something that like if i have a child right now with a mexican man and it comes out the child comes out mexican and then he meets a little black boy it's not gonna be like oh my gosh who are you it's gonna be like what kind of toys do you have yeah and that reminds me of that meme where those two little boys the white boy and the black kid are like seeing each other down the street and they run run towards each other and they give each other a hug because that just goes to show you how taught that is exactly it's just fucking crazy to think that that's not something that adults can do because it's like oh like they grew up differently and they must not have money things it's so crazy like you're in seventh grade you're right the tiffany necklace thing was such a fucking hit because because that's literally what happened to me it's the haves and the have nots yes and it's crazy it's like oh he got those shoes or oh he was wearing those shoes like yesterday or like you know and i grew up in a time where my mom would buy me a new pair of shoes when school would start and And that was it one other pair (laughs) and that was it and that was supposed to last me the rest of the year yeah like kids like they don't fucking you know they don't they destroy their shoes like i'm running and like doing shit and my mom's like you already ruined those shoes and it's like well, but yeah, I'm wearing them every day. And that's why I think also, can I just say, I think that's why I have so well, many shoes. Well, you have shoes so many shoes. Because, like, I never got the shoes that I wanted growing up. And then I would ruin them and she wouldn't buy me new shoes. So now, you know, and it's and just BT dubs. It's good to change your shoes out every single day. If you wear the same pair of shoes every day, they're going to stink. They're going to smell. Yeah. So You should like, rotate at least three pairs of shoes. Yeah. Let your feet week. breathe. And I literally rotate different shoes every yeah. every every day. But, Which is fine. You know, it's just crazy. But, like, and I... I I've, I've always thought that I've gotten past my traumas, but when no. I take a step back, I realize that like my traumas are in my face all the time, but I ignore them. A lot of your personality traits are just trauma. <laughs> my personalities, all of them. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, they all just fit in my shoes. Why do you think that my biggest love language is quality time? I never got that growing up. Mm. I never received that from my parents. I never right. received like legitimate quality time where they they sat like me and you are sitting right now. This to me is quality time. It is as much as like you know we're recording, we're doing this, and I said this was my job yesterday. Yesterday, I was gonna <laughs> say that was funny as fuck. So well, I'm fucking quick with it, bro. That is funny. Like yesterday, one of our one of our we were hanging out with a new friend, and he was like, "Hey Z, get the pika," and she's like, "I'm out of work." And she turned I'm around. Not yeah, she bitch turned around. Oh, fuck. She was like, give me another shot. I was Pay like, me no, first. Look at this bitch. Like, Let me go clock in. The fuck, bro? Yeah. Not from our, no message from our sponsor. <laughs> um, but I never got that. Like, there was no, like, legitimate, like, how was your day? It was more like, how's your day? What'd you learn? Okay, cool. Wash the dishes. God, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, this so to me, right like, now. this, this is what I want. And what do I ask for every year on my birthday and Christmas? And what what I, do I ask? And can I tell you, what have I given to you unintentionally? Time. Z's biggest thing, y'all, if you ever want to give her a gift, is your time. Yeah. Z doesn't want gifts. No. Nope. can buy her own shit. Fuck! These nails, who paid for them? <laughs> Actually, my dad paid for these. <laughs> your quinceanera nails? My quinceanera nails. I can't wait to show you these nails. This is the third time you brought these fucking nails up already. Right you want to know why? Because I never do such, like... It's very girly. Girly And I nails. can't wait for your Christmas nails, can I say? Those look so cute. Those are so cute. Sparkles, sparkles. Um, yeah. Oh, can I give you a real quick story? I fucking... When we were at brunch, the guy uh-huh. in the front, I told him this. <laughs> so, 
so the guy who sat us, our host, like we were sitting and he had his he nails. He hated life. He, he was so mad at me, BT Dubs. Like we get up to the front and I tried to make him laugh and I was like, oh, I like your nail color. And he was like, oh, thanks, but don't look, but they're, don't growing, but don't look they're growing out. And what the fuck did I say? I was like, oh, well. Oh, sorry. Uh, I like your ratchet nails. <laughs> I said, oh, well, I like your ratchet nails. And he was like, ah! And he like screamed. <laughs> and then the rest of the time we were there, he put gloves on. I was like, fuck! And he, you and he was like, leave me a bigger tip. That was rude. <laughs> And I was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The service was impeccable. I tried to make him laugh. It didn't, didn't, it work. didn't work. It didn't he work. He was so upset. I'm sorry, they. Legit upset. I'm sorry, gay. Hi, gay. Oh, <laughs> uh, my bad. My bad, bro. Yeah, my I mean, bad. It was a good note color, though. Yeah, it was. It was nice. Yeah. Complimentary for the skin. Yeah. Too bad. The, too bad they were growing out. Oh, crazy. They weren't. They looked fine. I don't know. Those nail beds were a little fucked Oh, my God. Oh, says you. Who I know, fuck, I haven't gone to get a exactly. man since I moved to LA. Ugly. Fuck, it's so ugly. Ugly. It's I feel like a monster. You are. God damn. Pull up in a monster, all the milk, a gangster. What a bad bitch that came from Sri Lanka. Yes, but if you ever yes. want to give me a gift, yes, yeah, spend some time with me. Quality time with Z. That's her big thing, and I, I, I'm starting to understand. Yeah. Really, if I can be honest with you. I'm starting to understand because... Like, why I like quality time? Yeah. Why? No, what no, do you no. Mean? I'm starting to understand why that's what you appreciate is quality why? time. Because, you know, when you get gifts half the time, I'm like, I don't want this shit. <laughs> and I mean, besides that, besides that. Yeah. Like, when I ask people to hang out with me and they're like, oh, no, I, I just don't have time right now. Like, let's figure out a different time. I mm-hmm. actually get pretty sad about it. And I mm-hmm. thought about it. And I was like, if someone were to come to me and be like, hey, I want to spend some time with you, that would actually make me really happy. But, you know, I don't always have time. No. But, like, I want to make time. But what would make me even happier is if you jumped into my schedule with what I'm doing. So, like, I go to the gym a lot. So, if you were to be like, I'm going to go to the gym with you, that would, like, make me ecstatic. Yeah. And the thing is, like, that's good for you, too. So, you should come. Yes. All of y'all. You should come with me. You know what You know what my true love language is? What is it? Leg See, day. I need to run errands. Can you come with me? Oh. Uh, right there. Yeah, I know. You, I got you. A bitch loves going to Target. I love... No! <laughs> Well, yes. A bitch love Target. I don't know how you've gotten lost in Target. <laughs> We're like, oh. Ooh. Yeah. But I just, it's one of those things of like, because we don't have to do anything. And yeah. I've said it to my partner too, as to like, what made me really just like fall for them yeah. was one in particular date. And then also just like the fact of like, okay, let's go. Like, we don't have to be doing anything. I don't have to get fancy. You don't have to get fancy. We, we can go all Fodongo and like just have fun i know this bitch is all comfortable my house all descalza like, i have socks on my fucking house descalza, I, I took a nap on your couch that's you like sure half did. my size you didn't hear me did you i had finished setting up and i was like z get up get over no, here didn't. i did i no, yelled at you, you like three times i said fuck this bitch so i said no, up and didn't. i just got back on my phone <laughs> and then you're like are you ready i was like bin because <laughs> like i was dreaming low-key yeah. and i felt like i was falling and i was like i'm gonna fall off the couch you <laughs> fell off the couch <laughs> off the couch oh fucking ass out (laughs) (laughs) that's funny um yes the next thing i wanted to ask you is like finding identity in work do you ever find identity in work you yourself what do you mean what does that mean like how much of your identity do you find in your work like do you tell people where you work i tell like the company i work for i don't i tell people i work for like a store (laughs) And when they, when they ask, like, dig deep, they're like, oh, what store? I'm like, a department store. And they're like, well, what well, department Why store? are you so fucking, like, because hiding? It's, it's, no, it's nothing, like, in general. It's just that, like, I hate saying where I work because why? it turns into deeper questions that I don't want to answer because oh. I don't care. So they'll be like, well, what do you do? And then, like, explaining my job is a whole headache because, like, unless you know no. what I do because yeah. you work there, 
then I don't have to explain it to yeah. you. You kind of get it. But for me to say like I do this and this and this and this, they're just like, wait, what the fuck? Yeah. Like you do a little bit of everything, and it's like, like I think yeah. I said this before. My family thinks I just do like logistical work for companies. <laughs> I think I just open boxes and shit. And I'm like, that's fine. You guys can think I don't do shit. But. Well, I usually give like the position that I have, and then the company, and that's it. Right. But like, and then they'll ask questions, but then I won't answer. Like, like I'll just steer it a different way. But you know, the thing about funny thing about that is like. And I actually, one of my employees told me this, like he told me like, I asked, so we got a new employee and I asked her like, oh, what does your boyfriend do? And then she's like, oh, he's a da da da. And my other employee's from New York and he Mm -hmm. goes like, that's such a California thing. And I was like, what? And he's like asking people what they do. Nobody fucking asks in New York what you do. He goes like, everyone does something. And I was like, I understand that. Yeah, but that's also a very New York thing to where you're fucking rude and you don't, you mind your business. And I said that too. I was like, well, that's a very New York thing that you're doing. He's like, he's like, no, the thing is y'all Californians are nosy. And I'm like, it's not that we're nosy. We're this is how we make conversation. Yes, this is making conversation. Right. And he's like, well, yeah, but it just seems nosy. And it's like, no, I'm being, I'm being caring by find out who you are and who your partner is and more about you guys to find relatable topics. And he's like, no, that's just nosiness. I'm like, then what the fuck do you guys talk about in New York? And he's like, nothing. Where the good pizza is. And I'm like, bitch. That's being nosy. Why do I want to tell you? I want to tell you where my pizza Pizza spot is. Like, I'm pizza gating. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking gatekeeping my pizza. Gatekeeping this pizza. God damn. This pizza bag. toppers, by the way. (laughs) Yappers. Bitch. That ranch. That ranch can't be beat. No, but yeah, so I found I found very weirdness in that. But yes, I I like I don't know how I, you didn't even answer the question, mm-hmm. but like in, I'll answer it myself. But like for me, it's like I don't find too much identity in work, and when I literally clock out, it's like I try not to think of it at all. Mm-hmm. Whereas like we have some of our friends, and I talked about this at brunch, where they mm-hmm. find so much identity in work that they don't even work there anymore, and they still find their identity in that. And I I find it kind of like odd because I'm like, oh, you haven't been there in years, what or a year? Wait, why do you care about that? What place? I think it's so funny is that when people talk about like their previous like places of employment and they're like we have i'm like they have they have you don't work there anymore. you don't work there anymore it's the same way that like when i talk about like american apparel i don't work there anymore right they have things and can i say that since i when i when i got let go uh-huh. from this job that i came back to when i let got let go of the job like i don't i rarely talked about it and i realized yeah. like how free i was but also i think after like 16 years mm-hmm. i found so i found too much identity in that place and that became a realization after i got let go so one thing that i've always said and this comes from like the first time i was a manager ever is that no matter what you manage if you're an assistant small business big business the actual area department whatever mm, regional CO, whatever see something see yeah. who see yeah. who i don't care yeah. you should have at least two two other side businesses oh yeah or side hustles yeah or hobbies multiple ways of income you mean or like just no. other things other things that Got have it. your focus because yeah. when you focus and hone in on this one single management position yeah. it fucks you over it takes over your life and you're never happy and that's all you think or care about right and if it goes left which it can go left which will times, go left and that's the thing when i got let go like it felt like my earth got shattered yes and, and it shouldn't though and that's the thing is like i didn't find identity in family i didn't find identity in my queerness and i didn't find identity in the relationship that I was in at the time I found all my identity at work so when it went left I literally became a shattered person yes. all I thought to myself the whole like counting down the mm-hmm. days is what do I do now what do I do now what mm-hmm. do I do now and it was so the, fucked up but I see, thought my world got crumbled the question should have been not what do I do now what can like, I do what can I do now oh my gosh but I can see, do so much see, that's such a shift state of mind and the thing is like 
I must say, like, sometimes these jobs or these places make you feel like they're the only things yeah. that are Stockholm important. Syndrome. It totally is. It's like, it, I, I've always said it. Sometimes a job is like an abusive boyfriend. Yes. It beats the fuck out of you, and then it tells you how pretty you are. Yes. And it's like, fuck. And yes. then I've said that a couple of times to people, and they're just like, oh, shit. And, like, it becomes realization. And when you leave certain places, you look back, and you're like, I let them treat me this way. I can't believe mm-hmm. it. And then, but, you know, when you're in it, you don't see it. doesn't see look it. like that. Yeah, yeah. You, don't, you don't realize it. Yeah. And so it's just like, oh, fuck. Well, that's but you're why. right. I like what you're saying, your theory of, like, yes. having multiple. Because things. the thing is, is that that was me when I first became a manager, not at my current place of employment, but yes. before at American Apparel. Like, that's all it was, and that's all I focused on. But and, that's what they wanted from you. And I freaked you. out over numbers, and I freaked out over this, and I stressed out, and, like, I became this horrible person and I was working like six, seven days a week and I never took time off for myself. I got sick. I did it at whatever. Yeah. I started smoking cigarettes and I was drinking a lot and it was just not good for me. Right. And so going into like different management positions now, I have this. I have a partner. I have a family that I'm trying to work with and, right. you know, be a part of. And then I have friends that I want to actually keep for the rest of my life versus people that are okay come i'm okay with coming in and out of my life and also realizing like who i am right during the whole panasonic right i had a lot of time to think granted i was still going to work but because we didn't know what was going on we were all separated but at the time work was just work work was just work and so i was able to like separate and do what i was doing but think to myself okay what am i okay with what am i not okay with like what do i want for me like right. where does z want to go right and I mean, I was just telling you earlier, I think the, where the problem is too is like a lot of people find identity in work or find identity in these things that are like not, not, they don't stay forever. No. So the things that, that stay forever, like for me, mm-hmm. for instance, like I need to find my identity in my culture because I can't change my culture. Mm-hmm. I need to find identity in my queerness because I can change my queerness in the way of like what I'm finding out what I like. But like I am a queer man. Mm-hmm. And as far as it goes right now, like I'm, I'm not probably not going to change my who I am as that. So I need to find identity in queerness. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But when you find identity in like a relationship, and I'm not saying don't find identity in a relationship. You should have some there. But yeah. what I'm saying is when everything is like about your boyfriend or it. your girlfriend or your partner partner or whatever and that's it when that person if that person ever leaves you crumble the same thing with a job you can change a job tomorrow but if you keep finding identity in work if that goes south you lose yourself mm-hmm. you lose who you are and that that came at a realization when i was 30 fucking six years old and you want to know why i think that i don't have that identity or that issue that you you had why because i don't put so all i have at the end of the day is my name yeah so i don't do a good job at my place of employment to do a good job for them. Yeah. I do it for my name. For yourself. For yeah. myself. Right. Because when you look up on our database, like who's the department manager? It's you. It's me. It's that's it. my it's name. Me. It's yeah. my name. We'll see. So that's why like I don't believe in burning bridges completely because yeah. and this is where the selfishness comes in me right. of like, well, what if I need Steven's recommendation in a week? Right? No, you're completely right. Or what if Steven works at a company that I don't even know about and then we meet later on in a year? I need him to know how good I am. And I turn around and I'm like, y'all hire her. She's a bitch. That too. Yeah. It t- you never know where people are going to end exactly. up. Exactly. You never know where people are going to end up. And yeah. so that's why I've always told my associates well, my, when they leave, well, my, I got you. Well, my ex-roommate told, he said one time, he said this phrase and I've mm. never forgotten it. It sticks with me all the time. He said two. I'm going to give you both. <laughs> one is 
the ass you kick today is the ass you kiss tomorrow. Yeah. And that's one. And yeah. I've, I've seen that. I've yeah. lived that where like somebody was my employee and now they're my boss. Mm-hmm. And I've had that happen. I'm like, oh, fuck. And I was like, I fucking ran her through the dirt. And now mm-hmm. she's going to run me through the dirt. Mm-hmm. She's like, I remember you, dick. And then the second one is if you can't if you can't dazzle them with brilliance, you baffle them with bullshit. The amount of times you fucking said that to me. The amount of times you fucking said that to me. <laughs> But is it not true? No, it is. I mean, it's hard. It is. Because I actually had this conversation with one of my employees the other day, the same one that I had with you Mm -hmm. and our other friend, um, where I was telling you guys, like, you guys need to, like, you guys need to talk to them and, like, do all these things to dazzle them. And you guys are like, no, my work will shine through. And I'm like, that doesn't exist. No, it doesn't. Your work shining through, that's an old thought process. You guys are learning that from an old business model. The new business model I'm learning that from an old Mexican woman. Right. That too. Which is basically (laughs) an old business model. (laughs) Where it's like, no, don't make commotion. They'll see your hard work. They don't see your hard work. They're too, they're too busy with their heads up their asses. Shit. And I'm not just talking about like work. Like I'm talking about like school. I'm talking about everything. It's all networking mm-hmm. and everything. Like I know some of the people who should not be in positions or not be in jobs that they're in or not whatever because they know how to talk their way into it. Eventually it fizzles out because they fig- people figure it out eventually because you don't know what you're doing and it shows. Mm-hmm. But for those two years, those three years, your ass is in this position and you can make people miserable. Three years can can destroy things yes so that it can burn and everything and then you know obviously you salt you salt the ground and nothing will grow there again so you have to be very Mm-mm. careful and very smart about these things and that's something that i had to learn because i hate politics right and i hate having to play the game and i hate having to do this and having to do that but i learned how to do it and when i learned how to do it it became too easy right and now what i'm doing is trying to play both my work yeah. and my mouth yeah. Because my, my, excuse me, you put me in a position of power. Listen, shit gonna get done. Oh, yeah. Shit but gonna get done. you've always been that way. And I've always been like that. But now what I'm doing is not just only my work is here and yeah. you see the numbers, but what's happening is I'm talking to you about it. I'm letting you know how yeah. great my people are. See, the good thing about what you do is that, like, your stuff is measurable. It's yeah. measurable by numbers. What I do, because I'm in the creative side of everything, it's not measurable. Mm-mm. Everything on mine is opinion-based. Yes. So I could do something that someone absolutely hates, but then someone else in a different position absolutely loves. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, like, there's no scorekeeping. So how do you, like, rate what it is? And it's really difficult because... Let me tell you something. Sometimes I do something that looks amazing and and even I'm happy with it. And sometimes I do things where I'm like, this is the sh- this is shit. It's disgusting. It's garbage. I hate it. And then my manager will come and be like, that's amazing. And I'm like, really? Because that looks like <laughs> shit. And it's just, it's that's happened to me more times than I'd like to count. But you're so in a natural, like, creative, like, to me, what you do, Steven, because I do know what you, like, yes. do for a living. Yes. I see it as art. And yes. art is nothing but opinion-based. But let me tell you this, too. I've said this multiple times because, like, you, what, okay, so when you're in a business of art or you're in a business of creativity, mm-hmm. you're not inspired every day. No. So there's no way that you can be inspired every day. Right. So for me to walk, I'm not a fucking imagineer. So for no. me to walk in every day and you to be like, I need assembly line whimsy, that's not a thing. Like some days I wake up and I don't even want to fucking get out of bed, but you're telling me that I need to fucking whimsical. style and make something whimsical or do something like that. And it's like, I can't Mm-mm. because I don't have it. I'm not inspired. And they're like, well, go get inspiration. I'm like, 
It's not that easy. Bitch, I can't even get a coffee right now. <laughs> so it turns into this I can't thing. even take a shit. Yeah. So it's like, you want me to make Christmas when my head is stuck in New Year's. Yeah. Like, that's not going to work. Mm. And that's that's the problem with what I do. Well, that's the and problem with, like... I think like, the problem with artists With in artists in general. And I think yes. that's why they say, like, artists live such a sad life. Yes. Like, you see Basquiat and Warhol and all these people. Like, they couldn't make art all the time. But the thing is, that's expected of them. Yeah. Whereas, like, when you do numbers or retail or things like that, like, some days it's good, some days it's bad. But the thing is, you control what you technically can control i'm putting bunny ears up like it's, it's such a weird thing mm-hmm. so for for people to expect it of me of all the time i have friends all the time that call me like can you help me like redo my house <laughs> and it's like yes i can but also if i'm not inspired it's gonna be shit and then you're gonna be disappointed yeah so it's like it's not always gonna be a can hit. i tell you that i've had issues with that when i've when people have asked me to style them yeah i'm sure because then they're like but this is us and i'm like listen I got to work with what you have in your closet. Yes. And I know that you don't see the vision now, yeah. but you need to go home, put it on with the jeans and the boots and the jacket and the shirt. But that also then, depends on how you feel too. Because yes. if you ain't feeling boots today, they're going to look awful. Yes. And if you feel in boots today, you throw on some boots, you're like, yes. these are the best damn boots I've ever bought. That's the thing. Because uh, especially in like styling and like, that aspect of it and like yeah. what I do it's yeah. about confidence right it's not the clothing you the sell clothing. confidence I sell confidence yeah, you sell confidence I sell confidence and like yeah. have I told you I can sell water to a fish I've seen it yes you've seen I've it I've seen it because it's all about the confidence it's all about the tone right. and I told this to some of my like newer associates where you know I give them these examples of when I was working in like baby shoes and I'm like listen yeah I love Converse and I can bring you the Converse right I'm gonna bring you the Nike just Make just you know for funsies. Humor me. Humor me for funsies. Yeah. Because you want their little toes to be able to scrunch up and then to also expand and you know they're super super light. They don't need much on their feet. And you're gonna see that she's gonna love the Nike versus the Converse. What trips out about me that you say those kinds of things is that like how do people not think like that? Because I'm a businesswoman. No, no, I know, but like what do you, you mean? don't think in the future of like, oh, well, my baby needs to grow into this. Like, how do people not think like that? How do we have to think for them like because that? Because a lot of the times it's more of like, these are so cute. Got it. It's emotional shopping. It's emotional shopping. It scares shopping. me though because I'm like, you own a house and I live in a fucking four by four <laughs> apartment. Like, how the, how the fuck did you four? get that? Yeah. You're four for four? How the fuck do you do that and I do this and I'm here and you're there? And I'm like, that's and you know what I, I remember reading a quote I, I want to say it was like on Crazy Rich Asians or something uh-huh. where it says like if you want to know what God thinks about money look at who has it yeah and I'm like it's a joke to him yeah because the people who have money is a joke mm-hmm. you're telling me these Kardashian girls and granted they are they are good business women but the thing is too look how they made their fortune from Kim getting fucked by Ray J and that's how it started from right I have never mind um, <laughs> um Pikachu no. <laughs> yeah thick Pikachu thick Pika yeah no and I'm just like wait like wh- what that's how they make them I'm, yes. I'm annoyed so it's yes. just it's just the whole thing I mean it just but see that's the thing though is that even such a like, right place right time mentality these people with like the money that they have and like I was when I was when you were fucking in the bathroom and I was watching Gossip Girl like it just pissed me off like these teenagers these teenagers that think they have money when in reality it's not their money it's their their parents parents money money. but it'll eventually be their money it'll eventually be theirs but the thing is is that if they're not smart about it, they're lose all of they it. gonna lose all of it. And yeah. where are they gonna be? Nowhere. But see, the parents are smart enough to set them up in a way where they're like, even if they fuck up, I have like hidden if, money everywhere. If they're, if smart, enough. they're smart enough. But a lot of times, those people who have that money have people in their ear yeah. who are telling them, this is what you need to do. Then they pay them. Yes. And then I'm like, you should be the one with money, the one who whispers in the ear, not the one that has the money. But again, what God thinks of money, that's the joke. 
you know, it's fucked up. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's weird. But um, can I ask you, have you found any identity in queerness? It's hard for me yes. to find that. Yeah. Why? Why is it hard for you to find that? Because I am so heteropathing. You are extremely heteropathic. I am extremely heteropathic. You're also not out to everyone, right? Like, you're not out to your mom or your dad. No, to my mom, I did come out, and then she said, what does that mean? What does that matter? Got it. Mm. Not to my dad, not to my grandma, not to my godmother. But you want to know why? Hmm. Does it matter? (laughs) A, because it doesn't matter, and B, because I'm so traumatized as to how my mom reacted. Oh, the reactions. Yeah, that happens, Because I was around, like, 15, 14. Got it. So that's, like, a... That's a... That's a... That's a time you take everything to heart in that time. Yeah. So yeah, I can. And see so that I took that to heart, and so that's why I never told anyone, right, of my family other than my mom. And like, I think Do your brothers know. No. Got it. No, one of my cousins. Well, you also have to remember is that like I'm like a second mom to my brothers, and um, so I'm slowly like right trickling. You're in. also not a sexual being to them. No. No. I'm slowly trickling in like a, the weirdness to them. Yeah. yeah. And so like they're slowly seeing it. No. And the other day, like Zane, like. Fuck it. And he dabbed me up, dapped me up and everything. And it, yes, I'm sorry. Oh, he dapped me up and everything. And then he was like, sheesh, man, I'm tired. I was like, excuse me? Oh. I was like, not me being your broski. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. Because like, you know, for so long, for 18 years, he's seen me as like his older sister that's like, you know, 30 years old already. And like, yeah responsible and this and that it's like fucking angelica pickles where she's just like i got responsibilities now like that's how they saw me yeah you know because when you when you think of like people that are older than you they're like oh they're senoras they're senoras you feel like that cynthia doll though yes i am that cynthia doll and like and so i the 18 year old and the 15 year old Uh like i'm slowly starting to trickle in and the weirdness and they're like they're getting comfortable with me now which i fucking love because like i've waited for this fucking moment my whole life yeah to have like actual brothers see and that's where i'm the opposite because yes. i was the brothers and my older brothers see because now and i've talked about this before where they didn't see me as one of the brothers they yeah. see, they saw me as one of the kids yeah but now as an adult i've asserted myself as like i am one of you guys and i make financial choices and i do these things and now they're treating me as such which I was like, I fucked up because now, now because they and now they look adult, to you. Now they want stuff from me. Yeah. Like before, they never used to ask me no. for money. For like, oh, we have a gift for mom. We're gonna put your name on it. And they're like, no, now we actually want money. We need you to give us money so we can put your name on it. And I'm like, fuck, man, just put my name on it. <laughs> like, don't be assholes. But like, no, now because yeah. yo, yo que quería fucking responsibility. Mm-hmm. Mira, muy responsible. You wanted responsibility. Yeah, I fucked up. <laughs> fucked up. I should have been a kid. As long as, that's another thing. Any kids listen to this, they shouldn't be. But no. I will say, stay young as long as you can. Stay it's a fucking yes. trap. It's a fucking trap. It's a fucking trap queen. It's a queen. fucking trap queen. Yeah, that's some bullshit. Yeah, 1738, real quick. Real quick. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I know, 27, you ready? But, um, oh, um no, I don't have... Mm-hmm. <laughs> he turns 27 tomorrow. She ready? I don't think she ready. The, okay, I don't know if I've said this before, but the only reason that I'm fucking scared yep. for 27 is because that is the age that my parents had me at. Yeah. And I you don't try to... this a couple times. Because it's the legitimate truth. That's why I'm freaking out. Because to me, 27, what I had in my head versus what I'm actually at, not where I was supposed to be. Not the same. Not the same bitch. Yeah. Yeah. It's also a different time, though. It yeah. is a different time, but like... Still, like you grow up with them, and it's like you know when when they say like oh little girls dream about their wedding. Yeah, I literally dreamed at like twenty seven I'd already be in New York by myself with a cat. My fucking saggy mama over yes. here. Yes, 
Like, Jeez. by myself. Don't talk to me. The rich auntie. Yeah. And I'm not. The like, rich my, auntie with the big titties. And the, yeah. The Lambo. Yes, and I'm yeah. not. Yeah, did you... I don't know if I've asked you this question, but mm. I might have. When you were a little kid, did you ever see, like, when I'm 27, this is what it's going to be like. Yes. I, I used to do that, too. Yes. I was like, I'm going to have a cool car. I'm going to live in this cool yes. place. And then I got to that age, and I was like, what a disappointment. I didn't yes. get that at all. <laughs> yes. I didn't, th- what I'm living and what I'm doing now, like, I kind of sort of wanted yeah. growing up, but not in the same aspect. Yeah. Would little Z be like, who the fuck are you? Yes. Because little Steven would be like, bro, this, yes. this wasn't it. Yes. She'd be like, bro, this ain't it. Like, you kidding Like, you me? good? Be like, you know, I'm gonna go play in traffic. She'd be like, "Why are your hair so short? Oh, t- <laughs> why are your nails so long and your hair so short?" <laughs> so you do it backwards. Because all my hair growing up was always long. Yeah, always long. No, little Steven would be like, "You're still fat, bro." <laughs> you're not you- fat. God damn it! For the third time today, you're not fucking fat, Steven. Little Steven would be like, "You still look like that." <laughs> little Z would be like, "Hey, pass me the chips." <laughs> God, yeah. give me the chetos. Give me the chetos. Pick uh, me up. <laughs> Well, yeah, job, bro. Yeah. well, I mean, I was gonna tell you, like, since you, I mean, you, you obviously didn't say you found identity in your queerness. I, found, I do, but I don't. Yeah, I do, but I see, don't. I do find identity in my queerness only because, like, I literally am out to everyone. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I've said this multiple times. Every time you meet a new person, you come out again and again and again. Particularly mm-hmm. who I am, because even though I am like mask passing, like I am very much queer and I am very much <gasps> like, a gay guy. I know. Wait, you're gay. Um, <gasps> you're extremely gay gasp yes um and i like i said i have to like i find identity and queerness in that way mm-hmm. it's it's just it's just very difficult especially in the community because you know there are many facets to the gayness to the gay community it's like the bears and the twinks and the da 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 and i'm like all these animals and like i don't find right and i need to find where that is and like i've also it's also been really difficult for me because like again like finding like a partner or finding any of that stuff like I was never very interested in those things mm-hmm. and now like as I'm getting older I'm finding to I'm starting to find the interest in those things mm-hmm. but again not finding identity in those things mm-hmm. so it's very interesting to like do this dance yeah and like well finding identity in like relationships is always difficult because mm-hmm. I mean within my own within my own relationship and like friendships it was very much well, someone's taking them away from me. And it's like, uh, ah, no, I'm just getting no. to know someone new. I'm, yeah. I'm hanging out. That's I'm true. doing other things. That's and true. so I even, like, you know, me and my partner were maybe spending a little much too much time together. But then it was also the pandemic. So it's like, well, we can't go out. We can't meet as a group. Yeah. I've been with this person since before the pandemic. Yeah. I know where they're going. Yeah. I feel safe. Yeah. Like, what else were we supposed to do, you and know? Did you think about those people who fucking, um, like, didn't want to be together anymore right before the pandemic and they ended up getting stuck together? Or, like, the people that broke up in the middle of the pandemic but they couldn't go anywhere, they couldn't move out? And, like, I thought about those people. And I've said this before. Like, I thought about the people who are, like, in abusive relationships and the and only they time they were able to get out was to go to work. Yeah. Or the kids who were, like, abused. Yeah. And they had to go, like, they, they couldn't go to school. They and their couldn't only do anything. time was to be there with these parents who already abused them. And it's just like, fuck, did no one think of this? Like, well, it's not like they thought it through, Stephen. Well, of course not. But also, like, what are we doing to help these people? Yeah. How many kids died from being abused? And yep. like, I don't know. I don't want to get into that. That's like sad shit. But I'm just saying, like, I, I think my heart's bigger than I like, I care to lead on. But I your think heart's these, huge. I just don't like wearing you it. You just my don't like wearing it, and you don't like admitting that you have one, just like me. Uh, frio. No, you're not. I wanna be. <laughs> no, but you're not. Okay. Okay. Well, whatever. Love you too. Leave me alone. Never. All right. Well, we've gotten (laughs) gotten on to our hour. So, 
Here we are. We promise we love each other. We just, you know. Um, ah, viejo. Whatever. Old bitch, 27. Welcome to the Thunderdome, baby. First of all. Wait till the knees crack. They already do. Wait till they crack. I'm a fucking Kit Kat. Tear me apart. Crunch, crunch, crunch. A crunch bar. Damn. <laughs> Anyway. First, and also, yeah. Miss Ma'am. Mr. Sir. Miss Ma'am. Mr. Sir. Y'all made fun of me because Sam was literally like, you're the fucking youngest one in here. Shut up. That's true. You're over here like, I'm old. I made an like, old comment that I felt old. And then one of our friends turned to me and she literally yelled from across the room, you're the youngest one in this fucking room, Z. She wasn't wrong. And she wasn't wrong. So, I mean. My partner's older than me for like two, for I think like two years also. Yeah. Was also the youngest person you ever dated. Is that true? Yes. You know, we'll get into daddy issues another day. The D. The D. The, the big D. <laughs> the big D. All oh right. Well, anyway, you guys, we're going to peace out now. Um, Thank you for coming. Thanks for checking us out. Thanks for, you know, being here. And just remember to check us out on Opinionist Pod. We haven't updated in a while, but I promise we will soon. We, we got to. <laughs> it's the point. holidays. It's busy. Yeah, leave us alone. We're tired. I'm tired. Yeah, but at least we're still recording for y'all. Yes, beach. Yeah, but anyway. I come on my days off. Yeah, so anyway, see more strides and remember to stay booked. Busy. And blessed. Bye. Bye, y'all. Oh, drink your water. Drink water. Stay Please. hydrated. Like, it's cold. <laughs> Bye.